the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deucey. Hello, Antoinette. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's Deuce on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and of course, I have my main man, Deuce. What's going on, man? Hey, man, this is the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. And every single episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with a good old a Deuce salute. Oh, Deuce shit. grabbing one out yeah, of the gotta, fridge gotta, right uh, now. I had already cracked mine. You cracked yours? Yeah, I done screwed the pooch on it's that one. Good. Hang on a minute. All right. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Not too bad. Not too bad. And uh, every week we like to talk about some content going on in the in the world. Uh, either it be video games, music, television, and then today we're going to talk about wrestling, uh, professional yeah. wrestling, that is. Uh, also want to give a shout out to Brandy for helping me uh, tag team last episode. Um, she did a good job. Yes, it was a really good job. I got a lot. Actually, it was funny, and I just want to say this. It was nice because we got feedback from new places. Like there's a, a BDM, uh, you know, the Tom and Dan fans, Facebook group that's all like nerds and gamers yeah and we got a lot of feedback from once from that group on facebook which mm-hmm. i thought was kind of cool cool uh to have the bdms kind of because i'm a huge tom and damn fan yeah um so like get feedback from them but because it was so topical and about a certain topic mm-hmm. we got a lot more gamer feedback in in places we hadn't had before so for me yeah. i thought it was really cool yeah so kudos to brandy who is actually uh, uh holding down the fort tonight she's uh, taking care of the Taking care of the children, um, which is always a big help doing that as well. So, big kudos to her for uh, help stepping in last episode. And Deuce, we uh, actually had a we've known about the event for a couple months or longer than that, but we actually kind of um, me, you, um, Dave, Brian Alvarez, Al- and Melissa. Y- yep, everybody, uh, our close friends that love wrestling came by to your house. Yep, yep, yep. We call Studio South. Yep, yep. Um, and for an event on September 1st um, in Chicago called All In. Uh, before we get into our reactions for All In, I, I thought it was interesting. I didn't know this until now, actually. I thought I saw a advertisement about it. But they had an hour uh, called Zero Hour, hour. a pre-show yes. that was on WGN. And you want to know who wasn't All In? WGN's video feed. Oh, so, yeah? So, yeah, like it was, it was hilarious because at first I think they started the feed early. Because Cody and the Bucks came out, and they're like, hey, guys, we got 90 seconds till we go live. We want to tell you that we love you and give you a shout-out. And I don't think that was actually supposed to be on air yeah. because they said yeah. we got 90 seconds till we go live. Right. And then, two, it was so bad, I had to unplug my cable box, plug it back in, and still didn't fix it. Oh, so the so feed was wasn't totally very good. on their end because once yeah. we got on the pay-per-view, yeah, it was fine. didn't have one hiccup, one problem. Right. But, like, WGN, I just don't, don't think they were prepared because – I was talking to uh, my friends, and I'm like, the only thing I know that WGN does live anymore is maybe like a Cubs game or like a White Sox game. And right. I don't even know if they do those anymore. Deuce, so, when was the last time you watched WGN? 
I can't even tell you. <laughs> I watched it for a little bit because they had a, a WWE show on there for a while. Like, it was like uh Oh, yeah. They had that, you know what I'm saying, that one show? Oh, they had, like, main event or, or something that was on there. Yeah, it was they, like. They tested it out. Yeah, like, uh, main event, but it was on a weird night. It was on, like, right. a Wednesday night or maybe a Thursday but night. But the point I'm ma- making is, uh, unless you're in Chicago, I don't think you're really watching WGN all that no. much. So I was kind of, I thought it was, I understand the I market. I have to lie on that. I okay. have watched WGN lately. So there's a sitcom I've gotten into called Last Man Standing with uh, Tim Allen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically uh, tool time, but more right. Republican, and he's got three daughters instead sure. of three sons. Yeah. And I know Wednesday night they do like a four-hour block of it. So, like, when I go to bed, I'll turn it on and just fall okay. asleep watching it. So you it. watch syndicated shows on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, And every once in a while, like, I'll watch The Last Man Standing on that or something. But, like, yeah. literally, I can't tell you besides that instance because I've been doing that a lot lately, watching Last Man Standing reruns. And I don't think they did a good enough job advertising about it. Like I said, I didn't even really know till like, the night of that they were doing it. And so I was the week before, the Wednesday before the thing, I was watching I think Last Man Standing. It was, like, 930. I was in bed. Didn't see one commercial. Fell asleep, woke up like it closer to midnight, and then I did actually see a commercial for it. I'm like, why are you running the commercials for something big on your network that late at night? Right. Like, you should be running it. And I know they're an hour behind us, but right. still. You yeah, know, central time. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how much advertising it got other than, like, all the wrestling sites were like, hey, don't forget to watch Zero Hour. I mean. Because that was really good, actually, Zero Hour. I, I get it. You know, it's in Chicago, and that's, you know, it was in the Sears Center. I think it's mm-hmm. the name of the building. Um, and I got there late because it started at, what, 7? Something like that? No, Zero Hour started at 6. It started really oh, okay. early. So Zero Hour, the first match was the Briscoes versus SoCal Uncensored. And I can't tell you who won that because the video feed cut out. I'm hoping it was Dim Boys, but I could uh, be wrong. Uh, SoCal won, actually. Oh, Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian beat uh, Briscoe Brothers. Uh, it says 12 I'm minutes and 33 it. seconds. Yeah, so. but then they had the over-budget Battle Royal. I heard that was fun. That was super fun because, okay, I didn't know that Billy Gunn's son is wrestling. So him, Billy Gunn and his son were in it. That's awesome. Um Bubba Ray Dudley was in it. A Colt Cabana was in it. A bunch of indie guys I'd never seen before that were super funny. Probably were some in it. Chicago people, you know, right? Because Colts from Chicago. But the yeah. swerve was there was some guy like in a luchador outfit who Bubba Ray Dudley powerbombed through a table at the beginning, so you never knew who the guy was. At okay. the very very end, he came back as last entrant, beat Bubba Ray Dudley, and it was Flip Gordon. Oh, our boy Flip. Our boy Flip. Yeah, yeah. big shout out to Flip. Uh, we love that kid to death. So he won. So he got to fight. Uh, Jay Lethal for the ROH title during the pay per view. Oh, that's that was the reward for the winner. Gotcha. So that was the it was a nineteen man battle royale. That's cool. Um, There's more than nineteen guys. There was a crap load let, in there. Let's give a shout out to Flip because we yeah you know, we were kind of one of his original little uh, you know I think armies. He said we were like like the third podcast he'd done or something. And yeah. The poor guy was doing the podcast in his car in his car while yeah. he was driving. Like he had the phone like propped up on the dash. It was doing the show and like. He got to a studio because I think he was doing an actual, like, a radio interview. Right. And, like, waited and finished the podcast with us before he went He was in. super class act. Oh, super, hands super down, nice. super class act. We uh, love Flip he, Gordon. Want him back on the show for sure. Yeah, he was super fun, and he was very, very enthusiastic about, you know, his love of professional wrestling. And, and it shows when he wrestles, man. Like, you just can't help but love that kid. The dude is like, so yeah. – he's so much fun in the ring. Yeah. He's – I mean, he's a high flyer. He's he, you know, he he does the flippy shit. Uh, hence Flip Gordon. Uh, but he's so good in the ring. He tells a story with his moves, and he's 
it's great to see a year from a year ago to where he is now how much love he's getting and the audience is really you know they're really digging him as well was that it for the pre-show uh those two matches were it and yeah. then and then i i came in uh, i oh and there was a oh yeah the beginning of the the match was matt cross versus mjf um they were a singles yeah. match the very the yeah, i missed that when i wasn't there yet yeah like because uh, it was matt cross and the other guy like uh david really popped for him that's why i love having david and yeah. uh meg yeah meg at, and with us and well brian too but definitely meg and david because they know so they, much they go to shit. so many indie they shows go to so many indie shows because i'm like i don't know either of these dudes and right. he's like oh yeah well this guy does this this and this and he's really cool. Well, Matt, for that. those who don't know, um, Matt Cross uh, was the son of Havoc, the guy with the mask with the long beard that was in Lucha Underground. Ah. So he had a following from there, but he's also been all over the indie wrestling scene. And then MJF, he, Dave and I saw him. You know, he's he's really big on uh, Major League Wrestling in Orlando. So yeah. um, MLW, we go frequently their shows, and uh, so he. I guess he um, he had a pretty good pop as well, but I guess Matt Cross won that. Matt Cross is just a well-rounded guy. He's really, yeah. you know, stellar. And then I think the next match – no, man, I missed a few matches, didn't I? Yeah, you missed the, a bunch, dude. Yeah. Um, the next match was Christopher Daniels with Frankie Kazarian and, and Scorpio. Stephen Amell. Yep, and then and defeat, uh, going against Stephen Amell and Josh Segarra. Yeah. Uh, so you, tell me what you thought, because this is what Stephen, uh, Stephen Amell's third match, right? This is his third match, yeah. and you know he's really tight with Cody, yeah. which remind me to get back to his T-shirt in a mm -hmm. minute. Um, but so he came out, and you have to understand, Stephen Amell is currently in the process of filming Arrow. Yeah. So this is a big deal, because if he goes in there and breaks something, they're screwed. Mm -hmm. So... Um, he did a really, really good job. Um, now, it was a slower style match, and Frank or not Frankie, excuse me, Christopher Daniels. I definitely think was doing a, a I wouldn't say a lot of carrying, but he definitely was helping him. Mm -hmm. um, but it was good, like it was really good, and I was so impressed and so just flabbergasted by how well he did because. Me and you watched the match he had with Cody at SummerSlam mm -hmm, right. when it was him versus uh, – what was that guy's name? Not Stardust? Stardust, Stardust? Yeah. 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 And that was a good match, but this was really good. And I yeah. guess he might have had a match in New Japan. He, I think he had another match. Yeah, and I think that one may have been against Co – I don't know who he fought in that one, yeah. but it, was for, it wasn't for Ring of Honor, so right. I think it was New Japan. But he did an amazing job. Yeah, I mean, I, from what I hear, you know, the dude's obviously in impeccable shape because – of all the action scenes he has to shoot when he's with Arrow. Well, if you've been following him on Twitter this year, I don't know if he signed into his contract or whatever, but he's doing all his own stunts. So he said, my 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 stunt double has the greatest job in the business, and he's sitting there drinking a cup of coffee, sitting in Stephen Amell's <laughs> chair while Stephen Amell's like getting his ass whipped. That's because, funny. Because like, this year he said, no, I'm doing all my own stunts. So unless it's something where you're like no, yeah. like he's like I'm gonna do it. So. That's awesome. But you got to think that show was on like season six. I was gonna ask you what's the season. I don't on. know. I'd have to actually it's been a Google hot it. But yeah. it's been a hot minute. I think they're on like five or six now. So mm -hmm. I mean, he's done this for a while and has been doing a lot of his own stunts. So I think this year he just wanted to take the gloves off and say screw it. I like, yeah. I want to do it because. I don't know. In my opinion, I think Arrow can run as long as Arrow wants to run. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, it's still getting some of the best ratings on yeah, CW. for so. sure. Um, I think what was cool about this was, yeah, I was thinking about it. Ring of Honor, 
is really grown um, since we've seen them uh, at um, Supercard of Honor 11 oh, yeah, yeah. in Lakeland. And just all the people they've they've employed and the production team, the crew, they really started making a very high-quality production. Product. Yeah. Especially if you watch the, the weekly show. They've done a really good job with that as well. Uh, but it's funny to see ROH is kind of a lot of old school uh, TNA guys, yeah. you know, that are really made it. You know, look yeah. at Christopher Daniels. Um, and oh my the, God, the I, I told a story. I used to watch him wrestle in the gymnasium in Winter Haven when I was in high school. So I mean, that tells you how old, yep. long that guy's been around. Oh, he's been in wrestling forever. Yeah. So I mean, that guy's phenomenal, and I think they picked a great partner for Stephen Amell to have for the match, and it, yeah. it worked out good. The um, Fallen Angel. Yeah, yeah like it was great. a great one. But, oh, back to his T-shirt. So, Yeah, yeah, back to the shirt. Yeah, so quote of the night came from Brian because uh, he had a Vigilante Club T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And I almost bought it, but it was a little bit uh, – it was more than I wanted to spend for a shirt. Right. I'm probably only going to wear a handful of times. And uh, I, I don't know why, but Brian, like, either slurred his words or slipped up and called it the Vigilante Club. <laughs> and I'm like, you have failed this pussy. <laughs> yeah, I failed this city. Yeah, because I was like, that's great. I'm like, that needs to be a new happy hour shirt. So, yeah, the Vagilante sure. Club. That's so. funny. <laughs> um, and the next match was a four-corner survival match. Um, it had Tessa Blanchard, Magnum TA, Tolly Blanchard, Chelsea this Green. This is the one where we think they screwed up the finish. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, like when we watched it, the end kind of didn't look right. So, we think maybe they flubbed the finish. We could be wrong. It could be a swerve, but. David was like, yeah, I think they flubbed that They finish. gave him 12 minutes, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh, it was um, a great match. All the girls did an amazing yeah, cause job. Yeah, because they've really been like pu- pushing the women of honor wrestling and all that stuff. And I think they've done a good job of – with WWE's done a good job of pushing um, the women, and they're having their uh, was Evolution pay-per-view coming up soon. Yeah. Um, and Ring of Honor is doing their win- win- women of honor. And so it's like women wrestling is as hot as it's been in probably forever. Yeah. You know, probably the strongest it's ever been. So that's really cool to see them, you know, because the thing about this, this is a huge, a huge pay per view. The whole time, what are yeah. we all saying the whole night? Wow, this is like a like a fan pay per view. Yeah, like th- I told uh, my buddy Corey uh, at Gordon Gringo on Twitter, I was like, this that was the best pay per view I'd seen all year. That was it better was than WrestleMania really, to me. It was really good. Yeah, yeah, like it was awesome from top to finish. Was my favorite. Every card was entertaining, um, yeah. and I felt like because it was a mix of everything. It was Ring of Honor. It was uh, CMLL. CMLL. You had New Japan in yeah. there. Um, so it was a really cool mix of all the different um, promotions. And they've all kind of worked together with each other yeah. for a while, but it was cool to see like kind of you know that influence uh, on there as well. And the Chica- I don't care what people say, Chicago has a very electric crowd. Oh, Their yeah. crowd is very very uh, you know into it and loud, and you could tell they were popping for everybody. They knew yeah. whoever that was something that uh, I think Dave said. He was like, no one's accidentally clicking on this pay-per-view. Everyone that knows yeah. about it is going it's to watch going it to watch or is it. already watching the product. And the other thing I said, too, I said they were the Young Bucks were very smart. The pay-per-view only cost $35 to buy at home. Right, that's on, very on affordable. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, you know, if you were a, a wrestling fan that, like, didn't know everybody, but you're like, man, I want to check this out. You might not do it for sixty bucks, but for thirty by five, you'll be like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm yep. gonna get it and have a couple of my buddies over. Right. It's not crazy expensive, and then if it sucks, it sucks. But dude, this thing was amazing. The Young Bucks and Cody, if they don't do these every six months, are morons. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, like, it I, was. Very, it's probably one of my favorite pay per views of the year yeah. too. I, I would just every, every and and the thing what we noticed about Ring of Honor, especially 
there's not a lot of promos in between. They just go match to match to match. But this time they had a little bit of live promos yeah. where they're walking down, which was really cool. I like WWE style. Yeah. Um, but the yeah, I mean it was really just entertaining just to watch from match to match to match. I mean they were telling stories in the ring and whatnot. Uh, this is the match. The next match is the match that I came in on. Okay. Um, I think I got there at seven thirty, something like yeah. that. Um, and was I? I forgot about this being on the card. This was uh, Magnus, aka uh, Nick oh, yeah. Aldi. Nick uh, Aldis, Aldi? Nick Aldis, I think is what they call him in NWA, but he was Magnus. Yeah, Nick Aldis. Yeah, 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 that's why I know him as is Magnus uh, versus Cody I was Rhodes. Like, this guy looks really familiar, and then David's like, "Yeah, that's Magnus from TNA." I'm like, "Holy shit!" He has the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Not anymore. Not anymore. But that's with the match, and then he had a lot yeah. of cool people that are with him. Uh, that are with uh, DDP was there with him, uh, and, and, and uh, uh, Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer. And that's what the one thing I got to say about that match was really cool. They made it like a real fight feel. Like each Agreed. team had a fight team that came down, and they were all in the same outfits, like they are for boxing matches and UFC. Who's so it? Jeff Jarrett was with. Jeff Jarrett was yep. with. Uh, Nick Aldis. I think he was with. No, I think he was with Cody. Was he? I could be wrong, but I think he might have been. I, yeah, but, they were, but it was cool to see all the again, people yeah. that were, you know, in, that have had a wrestling history in there with them. Um, Glacier from the yeah. ECW was there as well. Yeah, uh, I don't know why he D was there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but DDP, of course, yeah. he the threw face a diamond cutter on somebody. It was great. I was like, that's all I wanted. I mean, I wouldn't mind if Homeboy had pulled out a kendo stick, old Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, I saw I the last. I think I saw the last ten minutes of the match, yeah. and I was like, wow, Coat. I mean, Coat. We've been saying this for years. You know, Cody Rhodes. Is he, the future wrestler. He is, and he was the underdog. Like, no one really put a lot of faith in him in WWE, and, and even WWE were like, hey, let's put a face paint on him. Yeah. We don't know what to do with the guy. And, yeah. you know, he's able to tell, because, you know, he, Ring of Honor is an independent wrestling promotion, and there's only s certain things that can carry well in, in independent promotions, but... Cody Rhodes still wrestles that WWE style of wrestling, yeah. and he's still able to, he's still able to make make it work yeah. in in the indie wrestling scene, which isn't very, which isn't easy. Um, but pe but I mean, he dyed his hair. I mean, the dude is full in. I mean, well, he's, on top of that, like he's all in. He's all in. <laughs> uh, on top of that, the video package that you missed was awesome because it showed like all the people that had hold held the NWA belt, like nice. his dad, that's cool, and Ric Flair, and like all these like famous. So they they made you feel like this belt was a big fucking deal. Right. So like when he came out, you're like, okay, these are high stakes, and they made it this whole like because he is the first person, him and his dad, to be a father and son that have held that belt. That's awesome. So, like, it was a big Very deal. historic. Very historic. Brandy came out with him. I was a little upset I didn't see Bernard the Business Bear, but uh, <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought he would be coming out in a fight outfit or something, but yeah. it, was, it, was, it was really cool. Like, yeah. the match was high class, and I, I can't remember. I know Brandy came out with Flip Gordon when he wrestled. He did, yeah. yeah with with the, He had, like, the American the yeah. sailor girl or army girl. Yeah, kind the of army look. girl outfit. Because yeah. I, I, I was thinking, I couldn't remember if she had a singles match, but I don't think she did. Yeah, I don't know if she did. I don't think she did. Oh, but she, she is did. She is a wrestler. Yeah. I was asking Dave, I was like, is she still wrestling? Because she was doing a lot of the Women of Honor stuff. Um, I haven't actually seen her wrestle a match yet. Um, she's not bad. Yeah. She's actually pretty good. She's so. a beautiful woman. She really is. Uh, yeah. And she's got the look. She's got, she's already got the mic skills because she yeah. was a former WWE uh, commentator, yeah. uh, ring announcer. So she she's already used to being in front of a crowd. Did um, she commentate? I she she, she was just a ring announcer. backstage and interviews and She's in like interviews, that. but she was a ring yeah. announcer too. Okay. I didn't so, know that Yeah, so she's used to being on the mic. So I think between that and then, of course, if you're in that whole the, the Rhodes family, you've got yeah. to have 
have a little bit of charisma on you, yeah. you know. Or some of it's going to rub off on you. Exactly, so, yeah, by osmosis yeah. or whatever. Uh, but it was cool to see her kind of support Cody. Also, Flip, we'll get into yeah. a little bit later, which I thought was really neat. Uh, we're going to take a small break, and we'll be right back with the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. Now announcing, they are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com. Pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. And we're back with Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. And Deuce and I are all in with our, our beers. And uh, cheers. And cheers, brother. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, man, I was so all in on this pay-per-view. I've been looking for this pay-per-view for months. Yeah, I'm glad you hosted it because uh, yeah. everyone that was there had an amazing time. Well, we, we had a good time, and it's been a hot minute since we've all done a wrestling pay-per-view that we were interested in because, like, we did SummerSlam, but nobody gave a fuck. Yeah. Like, everybody's like, eh. But, like, this one, everybody, like, really right. was all in. Like, they, like, right. were interested in what was going on. Yeah. Not going to lie. Little butt hurt that uh, CM Punk didn't show up, but well, uh, real quick, let's talk about that because CM Punk, um, if you do, if you're living under a rock this whole time, CM Punk, he got his ass handed to him twice in the yeah. UFC, and then he was done because right. he was only contract for two, two fights. matches, yeah. And then after the the, I I don't remember the exact quote, and I could be wrong, so let me say allegedly, but after the second fight and he lost, uh, they asked Dana White like, "Hey, is CM Punk gonna fight again?" And he's like. Nah, he's fucking done. Yeah. Like, he, he was over him. He was just like, uh, you know, I spent a bunch of money on this kid. I got zero return on investment. Like, And, and the thing is, I mean, if you would have did this 10 years ago, he might have had a better chance. I yeah. mean, dude's 38 years old. I mean, Well, he didn't have a ground game. He, he didn't, didn't. No ground game. Once they brought him to the ground, that was it. It was over. Yeah. So it was like, unless you think you're just I mean, the dude, I mean, let, let's give credit where credit dude. The dude shredded. He tried. So, he shredded so much fat. Yeah. Like, he, I mean, he was never big, he was never a, heavy guy to begin with but the dude is he's got a runner's body now he yeah. went from being a little bit bulkier in wwe to like a runner's body the dude, he yeah. toned down so his cardio has got to be amazing yeah. he, you know even at 38 you know his cardio has got to be great but it's just he if you don't have the it's different when you in, with ufc i, I yeah. think you have to have that years and years of training where you you react because yeah it's not just standing up the the stand-up game you know the submission and striking it's yeah. the, the ground game is where it gets a lot of people down if you yeah. don't know how, you look at brock lesnar brock lesnar when he got down in the ground he had a hard time you yeah. know dealing with submissions yeah he so. never had a good time with submissions because no. like he was just one to sit, stand there and clang and bang but mm -hmm. everybody knew like if i can shoot his leg and get him on the ground right. then maybe i got a chance because i'm not going to be able to sit here with this you know, freaking gorilla, the guy, and punch with him. But yeah. uh, 
I will say this about him not showing up. I think it's good just because of the fact I think it would have overshadowed everything. Sure, yeah, because it was such a great pay-per-view. Yeah, like and I didn't recall. Now, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't recall when I was there hearing any CM Punk chants. No, I didn't. So Which is cool. It's respect yeah. to the program. Yeah. You know, I really appreciated that. And I, I think the, the the type of independent wrestling audience, they really are all there for the wrestling. And yeah. If it was a, like a WWE held event, yeah. maybe it would have been a different story. Well, the, the reason everybody speculated, because Pro Wrestling Tees was one of the big sponsors, and like they had a commercial in every single break during Zero Hour with a promo code. I think the promo code was like all in, and you got like 20% or 25% off your order. Yeah. Um, so, like, they spent a lot of money on it, and they had CM Punk there because they had, like, a fan fest beforehand at the booth signing T-shirts, and everybody's mm-hmm. like, well, if he's there already, why wouldn't he just go ahead and show up? But I, I think it's for the best he didn't. Maybe for the next one, he shows up or even has well, a match for the next one. That'd be stellar. But I, I'm in trying to, like, surmise. I, I think we won't see CM Punk. I think CM Punk's going to be of honor. I don't think there's a doubt, right? Ring of Honor. He's got to do something because he's not. I think Ring anything. of Honor, he would be op- held with open arms immediately. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought maybe know. Ring of Honor, New Japan, and right? Do like both, right. do like the Bucks and Cody, where he and bounces Omega. around and yeah. does both. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he would be welcomed with open arms in the independent wrestling scene because that's where his, you know, his, his bread and butter is, so to speak. Yeah. I, I don't see him in WWE for another no. year or longer, to be honest. Or ever. We might never see him in WWE. I mean, maybe when he gets older and he gets inducted to the Hall Legends of Fame or something. contract yeah, or, something. or something like that. But yeah. I don't, I don't see him as an active WWE wrestler. Yeah. I just don't. See I mean, him. he's still in phenomenal shape, uh, so I think he could still wrestle. I think he's 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 in the, you know, he's in a good shape to be able to still perform. Yeah. Um, I just you know, I just don't think they want him. That's my yeah. humble opinion. True. I just think they just don't want to deal with him. Right. Like, We've got a stacked enough roster now mm-hmm. that we don't even know what the hell to do with. I agree. Because we've got tons of superstars that are amazing that are just floundering, not doing shit. Right. So it's like, why bring back this guy? We're going to have to pay a lot. That's kind of a pain in the ass. Right. That, you know, so I don't, I don't know. Next, we had a, a Chicago street fight match with Hangman Page versus Joey Janela and his uh, girlfriend or wife, uh, Penelope Ford. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Joey Janela before? Did you know anything about him before? I didn't really know much about the kid, to be honest with you. David and Megan knew a lot about He's him. He's a crazy independent scene guy. That's what they said because I guess he does these, he calls them spring break parties, and he does them during WrestleMania it's weekend, insane. and they're insane. Because, they are, like, yeah. uh, I think uh, Megan and David have gone to a couple of them. They have. They told yeah. me all about him, and yeah. I've seen him before somewhere. I'm trying to remember what it is. He's great. Yeah. I mean, they both were great. I love Hangman I, Page. I, I think it was cool. Yeah, Hangman Page. Yeah, we were kind of talking about because his T-shirt, Hangman Page. Hangman Page is a phenomenal wrestler. He's got a good look. He's He can speak on the mic. He's inter- he's, char- he's got the charisma. Yeah. All-around package guy. But his freaking shirt, man, I, I can't. I can't buy his I, shirt. I, I can't buy a shirt with a noose on it. I'm just not doing it. Now, He's got a new one where it's like a, a cowboy with like the 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 thing over his face, right. like a, like a handkerchief over his right. face, and I think maybe it's got a couple six guns on it. I don't know, but it doesn't have a noose on it. Right. So I was like, that one I could get behind, and that one I could buy. But when the first one came out with the noose, I yeah, was like, that was, know, and I was reading it was the yeah. weakest selling of the Bullet Club shirts. Oh, I'm sure yeah. because a lot of people were probably in the same boat as me and you. Like, it's uh, like I don't think I could walk around in public in that. No, no, I yeah. couldn't. You know, yeah. like have it for your maybe have it for your wrestling room or your office or something. Or like if you're gonna watch wrestling parties at home with your friends, that's fine. And like they get the gimmick. Yeah, because I had a friend of mine like I was wearing a Bullet Club shirt and they didn't really know and they're like, it's kind of offensive and I'm like. Well, 
fuck are you talking about? It's like Bullet Club, like hoarding bullets, like guns. And I'm like, no, it's a wrestling thing. They right. all rode the bullet train together right. in Japan. That's why they're called the right. Bullet Club. And she was like, well, if you didn't know that, you might think it's offensive. And I was like, I, I, yeah. I, I don't think I ever looked at it that way. Yeah. But I guess if you can, you can, I guess. But yeah, it's all about the bullet train. It's the people being together. You're the Bullet Club yeah. on the bullet train. And, and the marketing I thought was genius. But yeah. um, but yeah, I mean. We were watching the the audience. It's hot topic is in pro wrestling teams that made so much money. Like it was just, I mean, we've seen it in WWE. Just the young bucks as kids as kids as college is paid oh, for at this point. Oh yeah. shoot! I don't think we've seen anything like this since NWO. I really don't. Mm-mm. I don't. I mean, it is everywhere. And on top of that, it's cool because we had this conversation at the party. Like prime example, I was going to see. It might have been Infinity War, but it was one of the newer Marvel movies, and I saw a dude with a Kenny Omega shirt. Didn't say anything. Just flipped up the two sweet. He came by, hit me with the two sweet, and just kept walking. And it's like, like didn't a have movement, to say anything. Man. Yeah. It's like you are yeah. a part of this collective club. You yeah, know, you don't have to say yeah. anything. It's it's. I just throw it up. Just yep. a little. Just a little too sweet. And it was like it's cool, the coolest man. thing. Because yeah. you know, we know, you know, what I mean? like yeah, same yeah. thing happened to me. I was at a books a million, and I walked in there to get a coffee or something, and uh, the guy pulled up. He goes, hey, I "Think I had a young buck start knowing?" And he yeah. goes, "Oh, bucks too sweet." And yeah. then I put my hand up, and, and then another guy, I was in a parking lot, walking yeah. to my car, and he just pulls up the hand signal. I was like, yeah. shit. Yeah. It's just cool. It's kind of, yeah, it's it got is the, cool. It's yeah. like that, one of those things where it's like, you know, everybody's a part of the club, but right. that match was good. The end of the match was the greatest thing that ever happened. Oh, my God. Oh, the inflatable penises and the return of, of Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan. Joey Back from the dead. So, for he those. Was resurrected or. He was resurrected. Resurrected. Yeah. Uh, erected. Yeah. Uh, for those that don't know who Joey Ryan is, who's Joey Ryan? So <laughs> I met Joey Ryan, not like actually me, but like to he he came into my wrestling world during TNA because he had a feud with Al Snow, but I think the gimmick was like they had just hired him on, and he was like they did like a talent search thing, and they got him, and he he was there for like a year, kind of on and off, but then once he got to the Indies and just started going balls out with this '70s porno star character, oh dude, he's like. Val Venus on steroids. I, I yeah. think also Lucha Underground catapulted him because was I, he on Lucha Underground? Yeah, okay. and and they talk about him being a private investigator, <laughs> private, private investigator. investigator, and I'm like, oh shit, they're really yeah. rolling with this. Yeah, and of course, you know, uh, Lucha Underground is is produced by Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so he Robert Rodriguez has a little bit of credit to the character yeah. of um, Joey Ryan, yeah. and Joey Ryan. I mean, he went full hundred percent into it. Um, I mean, with the lollipop and the baby oil, like he—that's yeah. where he really birthed all that. Dong style, yeah. It, oh, did you know he's huge in Japan, dude? Is he he's really huge in, in Japan? Japan. Is he really huge, huge in, in Japan. Japan? Yeah, he is the king of dong style. <laughs> yeah, so he's I the king of that. dong style. Yeah. But he's a character that the indie community and then embraces. embraces and I've well, seen other people embrace it. Right. Like I've seen people in Joey Ryan shirts that aren't the biggest wrestling fans, but have. Either stumbled on a video on YouTube right. or whatever, and like this guy's great. You know the website YouPorn. He is a you the YouPorn. You know the it, website. Well, I, I do not, but okay. YouPorn is a website. You know that like, like Pornhub or something Pornhub like that. and stuff like but that. But he it, is a YouPorn um, um, celebrity. Uh, a celebrity. So he's he's like a. You, she makes his own sex tapes. No, and put him on there? no, no. Oh, no okay. But he is a licensed like sponsor, sponsor, spokesperson. 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 Okay. For, yeah. Well, that, he had a U porn shirt on when yeah. he was laying in bed when he resurrected. 
So yeah. I was like, he must have some sort of gimmick with them. Yeah, but, he's yeah. he's like the he's like a sponsored U porn uh, wrestler, the oh, first okay. ever porn yeah. wrestler. Porn you know? wrestler. Okay. Uh, and I thought that was really clever how they had the, that's the, dope. That, that gimmick. Um, and so for me, watching him come out, and then what happened? What what did he have with him, Deuce? That came out. Oh, he had a all these penis druids that came out and giant inflatable penises. Liter- folks, we're, t- we're there's literally it was like people in huge inflatable penises with the balls. We were all losing out. our shit. We the entire room just melted because like we we're like this is so fucking surreal. Yeah, and it came from a bit off being the elite, which I'll be the first one to admit. Brian, I Brian yet. was telling us all night. Yeah. We, I haven't watched much of it. Yeah. But now I'm but going to. Like, yeah, yeah, he's like, you got to get on this. I think my favorite was they were showing the clips beforehand right. of like how he had killed Joey Ryan with the telephone uh, in the hotel room. Right, and they had hired uh, Chris Helms, the 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 hurricane. Right. As like a private investigator, he walks in and he goes, "Yeah, that dude killed that motherfucker." And I'm like, <laughs> "What? With the hurricanes dropping f bombs? Yeah. is crazy." Yeah. So yeah, like it was fun. Like I was like, and that's like, that's what I like, and it's something WWE can't do because right. they're they're like kitty TV PG. He, he's but, a like, guy that wouldn't translate to WWE. Not at all. And I don't think he wants to. I think he, I he's think he making does. a career he's a in the indie scene, doing the stuff on the indies. Right. And I think what this pay-per-view showed everybody is you can make a healthy living on the indie scene you can. and you don't have to like be a WWE puppet 15 yeah. years ago you couldn't probably do that no but now um, you can now you can yeah well and I think a lot of it has to do with all these streaming services we have now on YouTube right. there's so many new ways to ingest well you got you got the the uh was it the the honor club you yeah. can get the the pay-per-view because if that. you had the honor club you got all in for free right which I still I got to get David on top of that because I was like, I, I need somebody to explain it to me in a way that I can understand. Right. So I'm like, if it's twenty dollars a month for Honor Club, I might do it because right. you get pay per views for right. free. And I'm like, well, that's cool. And then so. it also streamed a new New Japan Pro Wrestling World, which is their yeah. stream New Japanese streaming service. Yeah. So Joey Ryan himself got broadcast throughout the whole internet. If you missed who Joey Ryan was, he is everywhere across yeah. the internet because of this pay per view. Right. Uh, so it was really cool to see him. You know. Uh, in there doing his. Uh, well, on top of that, he was on the first season of Glow. Right. So like he had a guest appearance on that as like so a wrestler. Good. So yeah. yeah, like dude's killing it. So after that was probably one of my favorite matches. Um, Jay Lethal, uh, with the Flip genius Gordon. Lanny Poffo, uh, which is Macho That's Man's right. brother. I forgot. Um, against uh, Flip Gordon and Brandy Rhodes in the in the cute yeah. little um, um army. Well, did you see Lanny Puffo's shirt? It said "Brothers from Another yes, Mother." Yes, that and was it had dope. Macho Man, and it had Black Machismo oh, on it. That was so like, that, that was, was really dope. cool. Because I didn't understand it. They told me the gimmick is when you put your hand on hit on his uh, shoulder on Le- or Jay Lethal's shoulder, he like becomes who it is. Yep. So I guess like Lanny put his hand on him, he became Macho Man. I thought that gimmick yeah. was hilarious because he he. Na- I mean. Because TNA was the first time he did the Black Machismo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he nailed the He yeah. nails it. Like he nails the movements, the the mannerisms, the, yeah. the way, you know, the the way he moves his shoulders, and he's just really getting into it. And he nails the oh, Macho yeah. Man's character. It's, he nailed that, and I think he does a better Ric Flair than Ric Flair. Oh, his like, Ric Flair impression is, is, is on just another. He's good level. at doing yeah. impressions. Um, but he is a, a phenomenal wrestler. Like oh, yeah. he's a guy who. Worked really hard in the indie scene, and then For got a long got a long time. time, got a shot in TNA, 
became the face of TNA, left TNA, became the face of Ring of Honor, Honor. and the guy is just money. Wherever yeah. he goes, he's, he's money. money. You know, he he's very clean. He doesn't get hurt in the yeah. ring. Like he he takes care of his his opponent. Like yeah. he's just very very any any sells merch. I mean, the guy is all around like what you would want. For a, for, for a professional and right. for a performer. And right. like you said, he sells merch. He's good on the mic. Uh, he's just great. Yeah, and then Flip Gordon. Oh, my God. The two of them, actually, I think that's one of the first time I've seen them together. They probably have done it in you know house shows, but like seeing them yeah. on a pay-per-view, they put on a really great show. They, uh, their chemistry in the ring was really good together. Like right. They really knew how to work with each other and really right. make it work. And it's so. cool to see Flip. You know, He's improved so much since day one. I mean, with that we saw him in Ring of Honor to where yeah. he is now. What a career he's had so far in, in a, a year and a half. I mean, the guy is just just super stellar in the ring. And then to have them together, and then Brandy was there. She was cool. Uh, the I think the match went on for a hot minute. Let me look it and see. It went on for like 30 minutes, I think. Yeah, it was um, like fifteen minutes. I think it felt like longer. Like it, you yeah, said, it felt I, like I it was thirty it was minutes because they gave a lot of the matches. But it was for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Um, right. We kind of all knew that Flip wasn't going to get the win. See, I didn't think that. You I didn't thought think he so? might because I was like, how big would that be if there was a title change at the pay per view? Right. Besides the NWA title, but I think it also title. is a boost because you think about it. Yeah. The fact that Flip got a world title shot is a huge deal. No, that's a huge. So deal. for him, yeah. that's like his stock is rising. Oh you know? yeah, for sure. So I'm I was happy for Flip. I mean, they both put on a fantastic performance. Um, and one of the highlights of the card, I personally, I, I think it was. A must-watch match if yeah. you were to, you know, go watch highlights or whatever. Uh, and then next, I thought was surprising how early it was, um, was Kenny Omega and Penta L Zero. Yeah, like, I I was surprised. I thought that was going to main event. It could have been well, a main I event. Well, I thought the main event might be the Cody Rhodes NWA thing, sure. too. Yeah. Like, because the main event was the Bucks, and right. I kind of figured that would happen. But, uh, yeah, like, that was a good match, but I'm not going to lie. Like, I... I would have bet money that Kenny was going to win that match. Right. And everybody else is like, no, this guy is like this hot rising star. Right. Like, it would be stupid for him to lose. But right. I'm like, yeah, but it's Kenny fucking Omega yeah. in the States. Like, yeah. in front he, of a. He, it's very rare now that he comes to the States. So, yeah. So that's a, why I thought he might get the win <laughs> so he could get it in front of an American crowd. And on top of that, this is a lot of time. A lot of people, it might have been the first time they've ever seen a Kenny Omega match, right. and they've heard how great he is. Right. So to have him, you know, I mean, he's take the one, voted, two, three. And, and, you know, pro wrestling illustrator has him as the number one wrestler in the world. Yeah. I mean, the guy is And legit. I think it's been for a couple of years yeah. now. Oh, I'm, yeah. I, I mean, the dude's that. legit. I mean, he he's phenomenal. I'm sorry. Yeah. He, I know it's cliche to say that, but he is just one of the best in the ring. I mean, he's he fantastic. Is. My only beef besides him losing was his lack of entrance attire. Cause usually when he comes, yeah, out, he didn't have got, much of an entrance. He didn't have much of an entrance at all. And usually he's like Mr. Entrance, like the entrance. Yeah. Is but like, I think they're holding that for Japan. You saving think? that for Japan. Cause he's, you know, for him, he's the John Cena of Japan yeah. in a good way. Yeah. I'm talking about like, you know, he's when they see him, he is all over the posters. Yeah. He's, yeah. you know, he he's at the all guy. the events. Yeah. He's doing the signings, autograph signings. Yeah. He is the John Cena of WWE uh, of uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. So, <clears throat> him and Okada, oh, those yeah. are the two two biggies. But the fact that you have an American performer, or he's Canadian technically, yeah. uh, North American performer, being so big in Japan, it is kind of an oddity. You know, yeah. Japan has mainly just been Japanese performers. Yeah. But I'd say in the last ten years they've been injecting that American, North America yeah, style style over there. People, they've been yeah. they've been injecting more of that. More people have been transferring over. Yeah. 
I think the G7 27, the <coughs> G1 Climax 27, um, which is the big event they do every year, kind of like their Survivor Series, if yeah. you will, but it's a tournament bracket style, uh, is their biggest event uh, yeah. in Japan. And the fact that they've been bringing more Americans, people from o- other countries over, is really awesome to see how much Japan is kind of changing there. Well, yeah, they're really blowing up over they're, there. They like, are. Japan really is huge. Really, yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling is... I would say the second. If you were to rank promotions, I would go WWE, New Japan Pro Wrestling. They'd really? be number two. Yeah, it's that big. Over, over Ring of Honor, you think? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Way more buys, pay-per-view, pay-per-view buys, way more audience, um, okay. bigger. Okay. They fell out Tokyo Domes and all that yeah. stuff. You think about it. You know, Ring of Honor is still r- relatively a smaller production, even though yeah, yeah. it's got a mainly a – now that Ring of Honor and, J- and New Japan have, you know, are tight, yeah. they, they've been kind of breeding that cross, you know. Cross promotion and whatnot, so that's why you have Okada and other people coming yeah, in, yeah. you know, because well, that that was very that's rare. That's interesting to me because yeah. I, I probably would put it the other way around, but um, I think I'm thinking of more of a North American scale. Sure. I think yeah. in North America it might be WWE, Bring Honor, uh, New Japan, right. but worldwide. I worldwide, think right. yeah. yeah. Uh, so they put on a hell of a show oh, so many spots yeah. i mean they told a story in the ring and the crowd story too. And the crowd was very into it they were loving pintel zero and they were loving kenny omega they did the, the terminator yeah. uh, chance they the they did every all the spots you wanted yeah. in a match and it went on for a while i don't see what how long that match these all these matches felt like they gave them enough time you know what yeah, i mean like this one almost went 20 minutes well see here's so, the thing like they had it bought until 2 in the morning um, I was going to say, because when we yeah. looked at the guide, it said... It went till 2 in the morning, yeah. so I kind of figured that they were going to replay it afterwards, but because they'd given them such a big chunk, I think they could have gone as late as they wanted. Now, right. they ended, like, right at 11. On the dot. On yeah. the dot, yeah. so maybe they'd only bought till 11, but also it started super early, too, so... It was a long yeah. card, yeah. Um, but, but in a good way. In a good like, way, yeah. I, I could have stayed it gave up everybody, for another hour or two. Right, it gave everybody time to shine, yeah. um, and so... Hats off to Kenny Omega and Pentel Zero. Um, put on a phenomenal match. Oh, Almost and don't forget at the end when Jericho showed up. So that was cool. Yeah. So after the match opened, Kenny meet Kenny Omega beats Pentel Zero. Yeah. And then the lights go out. Yeah. But for a while, and we were yeah. like, normally when there's like a entrance or someone coming in or whatever, they come. Lights aren't off that long. Yeah. Like if Kane shows up or whatever, you yeah. know, in like a WWE pro- programming, it's pretty quick yeah but this went on for a little a bit we and yeah. even the commentators they did a good job saying oh what happened power you know the power, bill? power bill electricity you yeah. know surge whatever all this stuff and it goes back on and at first you don't notice it and until you see the tattoos that's yeah, kind of yeah. the dead giveaway Wait. but the body shape and the way they did the costume was very well done oh yeah yeah. and he, and we were he like pinta's like beaten up on kenny omega and um it ended up being Chris Jericho, and right. they've had a little feud for a while for the well, past he's year. Setting up their match at the Jericho Cruise, right? Because he said, "I'll see you on the cruise, bitch." Yeah, and I was like, "That's cool. Like you're using this, hyping to set it up, up cross promoting." Yeah, Kenny's gonna be there. The Bucks are gonna be there. It's gonna be huge. Uh, uh, yeah. Cody Rhodes is gonna be there. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I really wish I was going on that cruise. Yeah, because that cruise is gonna be fucking insane. Yeah. So, um, um but that was a cool way to cross promote that. But it's also cool to see Jericho, and Jericho hasn't been in WWE for a while. So, it's, no. Jericho's so the fact that Jericho he's in his mid 40s, yeah. he's still wrestling, and yeah. he's still good in the ring. He's still great telling stories. He's able to help push his whole idea. If you, if you yeah. look at it from a uh, smart mark uh, point of view. All he wants is to push Kenny Omega to this to the universe. Yeah, That's his whole goal. Yeah. That's all he wants to do with this. 
he believes in Kenny Omega so much that Kenny Omega should just be through. I mean, yeah. It, it, but it's also Kenny is giving Chris the respect that he deserves. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? He's put his tenure in, yeah. you know, and he, he is a legend in the business. So the fact that because. I mean, he's kind of helping Omega through this whole journey that he's going through yeah. because Chris, uh, Chris Jericho Chris was the same, journey, same thing. Though. He went yeah. to Japan, Mexico, and yeah. all that, and built his way up to where he is. Um, so it's really cool to see them, you know, in the ring. They they they're really great together in the ring. They they have this um, in ring psychology, yeah. you know, that it's hard to teach. Well, I I have this theory, and I could be wrong. I'm totally pulling this out of my ass. Could be bunnies. Have, yeah. It, so allegedly. But I think Chris Jericho is just bored with WWE, and he's like, look, I can go do uh, New Japan on his own schedule. On my own schedule. Right. I can still do stuff with my band. Right. I'm still making a ton of money on merch um, because Hot Topic just put out some new T-shirts with him with somebody. Right. Um, and like he's like, I'm making merch money. I'm, you know, I got my band making money. I've made a ton of money in WWE. Right. I want to do what excites me and what thrills me and what, like, like makes me happy to get up for work in the morning. I sure. think for him, it's like going to work with like Kenny Omega and the Bucks and like these younger guys because yeah. I think he feels like he's not stifled. He can be creative and do what he wants. He's I agree. Not in the yep. WWE machine, does that make sense? Right, because so. WWE has a certain way about the way they present themselves. Yeah. The, the the there's a lot of hands that have to pass through the the chain of command. Yeah, like a lot of people got to sign off an idea right. before you can do it. And like I I get that, and I I think when you're at a stage in your life where Chris is, he's like, look, I'm married. I don't know if he has any kids I think kids he has a couple not. kids, yeah. Does he? He might just be like, look, I can chill at the house, go do my stuff with my band, go wrestle with Kenny and the Bucks when I want to, and, like, you know. Yeah. he He's a, he's very – from what I hear, he's very smart with his money. He's oh, always yeah. been. And so he, he doesn't do this for the money. He's doing this for the fun. Yeah. I think at this point, you're going to have fun. Yeah. You know, enjoy your – And you that's know. why I think he's doing it because right. I think there he's having fun. Doing right. stuff with Kenny, I think, to him right. is fun. Yeah. Instead of being in the WWE and just kind of, like, going through the motions. Does yeah. that make sense? I agree. Wholeheartedly. Doing like paint-by-number matches. If I was Jericho, yeah. I would be having a little time of my life right now. Like, you have, you're have, you getting to rock yeah. out with your band. You're getting to hang out. and Dude, you're getting to you have your own fucking cruise? How cool yeah, is that that's shit? that's dope. Yeah. That's really cool. So, kudos to uh, Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. They definitely have an awesome relationship, um, which is really cool to see. Yeah. Next match feels like a dream match, like it, because Okada, Okada, like we said earlier, yeah. is like the John Cena of Japan. He yeah. never comes to America ever. Ah, okay. So this was a huge deal about him coming to America. Yeah. To do it, to do a match. Right. And m our boy Marty Skrull is the villain. Oh, He's Marty legit. Is the dude money, is dude. In, yeah. He is so good. And I think Dave said something last night. He goes, this is probably going to be the last we see him in an independent wrestling scene because there's so many people that want him over uh, in really? WWE or TNA or something like that because the way the way the indie scene has gone to NXT yeah. so popular with Trent Seven and Tyler Bates and all them. I hope he doesn't go to WWE. I hope yeah. he keeps doing what he's doing. Yeah, I, mean, I, lo I yeah. personally want him to stay in the indie scene, yeah. but I think people are offering him some – because his girlfriend is in uh, is in NXT. Oh, is she? Yeah, Deanna oh, Prazo. Shit. So I feel like maybe that might be an influence. Um, but I, he's so good. He's one of the 
he's an indie darling. You know, he's a guy that yeah. everyone in the indie scene just loves the guy. You know, he's well, a he's great worker. Guy that sells merch like crazy. So I mean, like every time you see him around, it's Villain Club, and now that he's got, the, I think the big, the, the best Club. thing that's ever happened in his career was joining Bullet Club. Oh, I think it down. opened his eyes to all these different people. Because we were people. there the night he joined. Yep. We were at my that's house true. What, that's true. Kenny Omega yep. said goodbye to Adam Cole. Right. And did the curtain? He call had the uh, and he umbrella. Had the umbrella. Oh, that was the so dope. The new biggest merch seller, I'm sure there probably is that fucking umbrella. So yeah, like, I forgot about that. Kid, yeah, we the watched kid's it. The fucking I, money, man. Dude. Like I love Marty Scrolls. So like whenever Marty Scrolls on a car, I'm happy. I I just I don't know enough about these uh, Japanese Japanese guys to really get into it. Which is funny because I told you my parents got access TV at their house, mm-hmm. and I've tried to watch it some, but a it's cut up, and two like. The announcing's terrible. Right. It's Jr. and some other guy, yeah. and Jr. sounds like he doesn't they're, give up. Just, I heard they're just half-assing it. They yeah, don't, like he doesn't even get names right half the time. Right, they're just collecting a paycheck. They're yeah, and really. I'm just like, and the funny thing is, what David was telling me is the announce crew that the English announce crew that that does it. I think it's Kevin Kelly and somebody. He said they're phenomenal. He's like, why the fuck they ain't just using them, and why they're paying these two is you know just right. silly. Yeah. Except for Jr. is such a big name synonymous sure. with pro wrestling, but right. I think the people that are watching that on Access most probably are people that like are indie fans and would just be as happy with Kevin Kelly. Right. And people getting the fucking names right. So. True. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they put on the longest card of the match. Um, the longest. Um, it was. It went twenty six minutes. Yeah, it was uh, a long. It was match. a long match. Um, I, I didn't think the match. It was a good match. Um, I I I don't think it was the match of the night for me. I I think the final card is, and then the um, Kenny Omega Pentel's um, Zero was probably my favorite match of the night. Um, but Okada, I mean, he's legit. If you've never seen him before, and you probably haven't, unless you're a follower of in New Japan Pro Wrestling and Ring of Honor. This is the first time he's been in the States in a long time, I think, if ever. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, he doesn't come here, you know, to the United States. So the, he's so busy in Japan, you know, he didn't have to come over here. But the fact that he's getting the global appreciation in North America and um, seeing, you know, his talent. The dude's a phenomenal aspect. I've been saying that word a lot tonight. A lot of phenomenal wrestlers, um, performers tonight. Um, but, yeah, um, I think Okada, his his uh, actions speak for themselves. I think he he put on. A well, he did a great job. Like the yeah. match itself was really good, so it wasn't like I disliked the match. I think it was one of those things where it was kind of like the guy Kenny was fighting. Like I didn't know anything about him, but I right. love Kenny, so right. it was kind of for me a little lopsided. Right. But he did a great job. Yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't stellar, top notch uh, right. wrestling because it was. Right. Like, the whole card was just stellar. Mm. Top-notch wrestling, so that wasn't so. Good I, at all. I mean, it was good. I mean, I really I enjoyed the match. Um, and then we get to our. Uh, yeah. I felt like there's like four main events. It was so yeah. so many great matches on this card. The final main event, uh, which was awesome, uh, was the Golden Elite, which was Matt and Nick Jackson and Kota Ibushi versus Rey Mysterio, Rey Phoenix, and Bandito. It was a six-man tag match. So many spots and just incredible shows of of action. Man, I mean, Ray looks good, man, dude. Because I was I was saying to people, people forgot he actually ha- put on a little weight back in the WWE. He was getting kind of heavy. Yeah, not that's n- when he went to the shirt, right? And he went to the shirt exactly, yeah. and he was getting a little soft around the midsection. Yeah. And then he he ended up losing like thirty pounds. Yeah, dude. 
it's rejuvenated his career ever since he lost the weight. Pounds, yeah. He he's just as good as I can remember. The dude's taking all the spots and flips and, and he everything. Had that awesome Wolverine. Oh, suit. dude, yeah. we all marked out yeah. all the geeks. Like, he yeah, he totally marked out. He always has the coolest costumes. He does. Seriously. So I mean, like he the whole like from top to bottom that match was great. Like I didn't expect much. I mean, I knew the Young Bucks would kill it. I knew right. Ray would kill it, but I didn't know the other two guys would Ray. Right. And then I saw him wrestle I'm like, holy shit. Like, they I were, think that might have been match of the night. It, it, if not, it was my second favorite match. Yeah. Um, but it was stellar. What a way to close the show. Um, yeah. And like you said, they ended right at 11 o'clock on yeah, the dot. On the dot. Um, but, wow. We didn't, yeah. we left just like, wow. What a amazing yeah. pay-per-view. I mean, it was incredible from like, top to bottom. Why do this all the time? Why is the WWE doing this all the time? It, it felt like everything else fails in comparison to what we just saw. Like, yes. if they do two all-ins a year, yeah. that's better than anything WWE has done all, do all year. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, minus NXT. But, yeah, anything that the WWE branded product. Um, yeah. Because SummerSlam, I watched it. after. We I all watched, watched it. it. Yeah, it was, it was it all right. Was like, eh, eh. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. It wasn't bad. No. I felt it was a little long, but, I mean, it was okay. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I just – it's been hard for me lately to get into the WWE product and just – I'm just bored with it. I think you've been on – you've been on the you, – you told the story earlier on the show um, that ever since we, we saw Ring of Honor live, you've been a Ring of Honor mark. Yeah, I'm watching it, like, yeah. every week, and yeah. I think what I like is it's bite-sized. Right. Because, like, when you little take hour. out the commercials, it's, like, 40 minutes, right. so I can just watch it. And sometimes I'll watch it like on you know a Sunday morning or early right. Sunday afternoon or just like maybe when I get up on the weekend I might have a couple like two weeks in a row mm-hmm. on there and I'll like sit down Saturday morning yeah. and I'll like watch them because they're bite sized they're fun I feel right. like I know those guys and it's not three hours of bullshit yeah. so you yeah. know because I mean there's just too much WWE product. Well, that's right the now. thing is what there's like 16 hours of WWE programming a week. That's a lot. Are you of, kidding me? It's a lot of fucking wrestling. Yeah, because if you just take between two or five live, right? Raw and yeah. SmackDown, two or five live main event still going. Yeah. Um, you have NXT if you yeah. add NXT stuff. I mean, it, it it's, it's incre- insane amount. It's insane yeah. amount. So it's hard to follow all of it. I, I feel like I've been the fast forwarder of yeah. Raw and SmackDown in the last couple months. I have I've only been getting to like the matches I want to see. I just yeah, fast yeah, forward yeah. through everything else. Yeah. Or I'll just like wait until like the next day and right. find out like what was, was anything good. Did anybody cut a good promo? Did anybody and then I'll watch that and if I don't watch that I just delete it off my cable box. Right. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah. But so Ring of Honor is killing it. It's killing it, man. Yeah. They're doing such a great job. I'm glad to see them grow and you know, we've been our little podcast, you know, that we started off with, you know, a very small following, and now we our podcast is growing. We want to thank everyone oh, for sure. that has checked us out. And all the special guests we've had, like right. Punishment Martinez, who was – I can't remember if he's in the Battle Royal or not, but I knew if Flip was. Right. Um, Beer City Bruiser we had yeah, on the show. so many Ring of yeah. Honor people. Ring of Honor has been super good to us. Um, and just all the different wrestlers we've had, and – I'm hoping this, and with some new connections we have, that we'll be able to get some more indie guys in. Because right. I want to talk to these indie guys. I feel it's like cool to kind of pick their brain and, and see like and what, what tree. Yeah, yeah, learn, see what they're doing, what excites them, yeah. how did they get into the business? Because the yeah. getting into the business is a whole different story now than it was back in the day. Back oh, yeah. in the day, you could you didn't have to know anybody. You just had money. You could buy and go into a school, a school and you're good to go. But now it's more like you have to kind of know the ins and outs you have to work your ass off literally to be able to get noticed in the indie scene and to be able to have a wwe scout or a ring of honor someone come pick you up so um all in was 
I'd give it a 9.5 out of 10. Yeah, I enjoy the hell easy. of it. I might uh, even go 9.75. There you like, go. It was awesome. It was like, incredible. The best pay-per-view I've seen all year. And it was cool to watch with you guys, too, yeah. you know, with friends um, and all, all of us geeking out. Yeah. I mean, Brian, the whole time, Brian's like, man, I'm glad I came over. He kept yeah. saying that. Oh man, it was such a great pay per view. This was amazing. Yeah. You know, I can't believe it. You know, yeah, and it was, it was it was awesome. So, um, anyways, this has been another episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny News. And one thing I want to say, uh, you can hit us up at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine and HH Podcast Show at gmail.com is our email address. Send us... Yeah, you took the banner down, jackass. <laughs> you got I'm it, though. By, yeah. by repetition, you're yeah, getting I, it. I, yeah, finally. Thank God. Because I, I looked up <laughs> I haven't put the, the banner, banner up yet. Yeah, and I'm like, there's no but banner. But you did I'm good. So by repetition, yeah. it, you got it. Yeah, but I want you guys to email us your thoughts because right. we're thinking about starting to live stream pay-per-views where right. we're going to like... Do, do like, like a the Twitch live reaction yeah. thing, yeah. And uh, we really we we've tried to we tried to do it SummerSlam, it didn't work. We tried to do it all in, it didn't work. We're really shooting hard to do it for the Evolution pay per view, the all women's pay per view. That would be fun. Um, the reason we've been holding off is I don't want us to half ass it. I want us to do a really good job with it. But I'd like to hear from you guys if that's something you're yep. even like send interested all, in. Send us an email, let us yeah. know, um, or or tweet at us, or, or hit or, us up or in the Facebook, Facebook comments at yeah. Facebook dot com forward slash. Happy Hour Podcast Show. Perfect. Yeah. Got it, dude. Yeah. See? It's all, it's all, how many years we've been doing this now? Yeah. You got it, man. Muscle memory. Muscle yeah. memory. Uh, so, th- definitely. Uh, also, we're pretty much everywhere. I mean, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, the new Google Play Podcast, the podcast, uh, Android Podcast, or whatever you call it. Um, we're on there now, and we're working on other avenues. So, definitely. I mean, we're everywhere. Share yeah. us with your friends, man. We're, yeah. we're all... Growing organically. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're. I mean, we have some great sponsors, Retro Game Treasure, yeah. who helps us out, and yeah. they in and they're a great company. We've yeah. you know we've had um, Grove Roots, Grove Roots in the past and all that good, stuff. Good so good these these people are really awesome, and they're and they're you know uh, homegrown like we are. So yeah, yeah. and and then we're so happy to have them on board. Yeah. Um, but the way this podcast grows is word of mouth. Yes. Just share it with your friends. Yep. Even if you can't listen to the episode, just click share. That helps us so much. It get, the way it the does. Facebook algorithms are, yeah. it shares us so, so many more many people, people see it. So definitely, if, you, if you're if you're friends of ours or a fan of what we're doing, please share. That's all we ask. Share with a friend. Share with a friend. Sharon's cared. And of course, uh, you can find us um, on the Twitter machine at HH Podcast Show, um, and like you said, Facebook.com forward slash Happy Hour Podcast Show, and we're pretty much everywhere. Also, send a line. Ask Ask the Buck. Um, yeah. We'll be in the Retro Game Treasure Compound soon, so definitely check that out. Um, and as always, there's not one, not two, but three hashtags you want to put in your social media. Hashtag Happy Hour Podcast. Hashtag HH Podcast Show. And hashtag Deuces on the Loose. Later. Later.